you look so good. I hope that those who are with us online this morning could hear the praise of your, of your songs being sung. It was absolutely inspiring. I was just, I was just trying just to listen to the, the voice of the church singing praise to God. It's absolutely wonderful. And for those of you online, we still have spots here to be uh, socially distanced. We would love to have you as you feel safe to come, for we are better together. I do want to remind you that uh, Reverend Palmer is on vacation today, so that's why you're missing her. Uh, uh, Chiv N, Reverend uh, N, is in Cambodia, and he, and he especially needs our prayers. There's a lot of flooding in Cambodia. He's got a very aggressive uh, agenda ahead of him, and so let's pray that God will open the door and open the way for him to go into those churches for revival and for uh, even more confessions of faith and baptisms that we have seen there. I've asked uh, Reverend Alan Hitt. Uh, Reverend Hitt was once on staff here. He still attends our church uh, after the sermon to uh, uh, lead us in our prayer time. And so as we come to that moment, those of you who don't know Alan will know who he is as he comes to lead us in prayer. So, from the very beginning, the first words that we learn are what? Mama. <laughs> and then Dada. Now, my, my son was a little bit different. He was very active, and he, his first two words were ball and go. <laughs> so you can only imagine what kind of child he was. Then we learned to say, mine. Yeah, mm-hmm. To the other kids on the playground, to our brothers and sisters, to our parents, mine. The problem is, is that even after we become adults, we want to talk about mine, my house, my job, my car, my clothes, my money, my, 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 my. And it's hard to think and say yours which is what this last part of the Lord's Prayer is all about, when we're fighting over what is mine. We're reminded of the Scriptures again and again that all of creation is God's. What we have is really only on loan. For most of us, this is a difficult concept. When we are struggling over what is mine... To think of what is yours is a conflict. Yet God reminds us in the most loving ways that all of creation, all we have, all we own, comes from God. Everything. That's our focus today as we pray for the kingdom and the power and the glory are yours forever. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, may the words of my mouth, may the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. May these words be your words. And, oh God, for the words that I uh, don't speak that you would have me speak, I pray that you would fill in the gaps, that we would hear 
your word this day. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. I want to deal with something right up front because in most of your Bibles, this portion of the Lord's Prayer is not included. Most of the modern translations do not include for the kingdom and the power and the glory are yours forever. Um, There's a footnote that leads you down where it says in most Bibles, some late manuscripts read for the kingdom and the power and the glory are yours forever. Amen. So what's going on here? Well, the first translation into English, the King James Version, translated in 1611, those earlier, uh, trans, uh, those earlier manuscripts had not yet been discovered. And so it was included in the King James Version. For the kingdom and the power and the glory are yours forever. But then we discovered those earlier manuscripts. There were only a few of them. And in both Matthew and Luke, the, the prayer ends with, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. And, and yet at the same time, the majority, the overwhelming majority of the manuscripts include this doxology. For the kingdom and the power and the glory are yours forever. Now, we don't know why this is not included in those earlier texts. But we do know how important this part of the prayer was to the early church. The early church prayed this three times a day. Three times a day. They saw the giving of themselves and the affirmation of God as of all of, of, of creation as God's, as at the core of who they were. In fact, if we, if we look back in the earliest days of Judaism, prayers would end with this kind of affirmation, an affirmation of God's power and glory. Today, we still call these prayers doxology. It comes from a Greek word, doxa, which means glory, and logos, which means word. Thus, doxology is a word of glory for God. In Chronicles 29, David is coming to the end of his life. And uh, he has gathered the materials for the building of the new temple. And, and David saw the, the building of the new temple, at, temple as, as, the, as what was finally his purpose. And so he prays in verse 11 these words. For yours, O Lord, are the greatness, the power, the glory, the victory, and the majesty. For all that is in the heavens and on earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom. Did you hear those words? Greatness, power, glory, victory, majesty. Yours is the kingdom. Now, Compare those words to the doxology of the Lord's Prayer. The kingdom and the power and the glory are yours. And, and, and so we can assume that just as those words were on the lips of David, that those words, because Jesus prayed the prayers of the Old Testament, that those words were often a part of the prayers of Jesus. 
And in, in my opinion, those earlier manuscripts did not include this because it was assumed. It was so much a part of the life of, of the early church there in Jerusalem and Antioch that, that you would just assume it. But as... Christianity and the word of Jesus began to spread to other people and cultures. Those later manuscripts added it back in so that people would understand the teaching of Jesus. I believe this doxology was a part of the original teaching of Jesus and understanding these words was at the core of Jesus' prayer life. Let's look at the passage, kind of break it down a little bit here. It begins with four. For the kingdom and the power and the glory are yours forever. Amen. Now, the, the Greek word translated for has a number of translations, but in this particular case, it is because. In other words, all that is prayed in the Lord's prayer all the petitions offered to God are because of the doxology that follows. We can pray, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. We can pray, give us this day our daily bread. We can pray, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. We can pray and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil because the kingdom and the power and the glory belongs to you, O oh God. We can pray with confidence because the kingdom, the power, and the glory belongs to God, not to us, but to God. For what does Jesus mean when he says kingdom and power and glory? It's the second time that kingdom is used in this prayer. The first is in the petition, your kingdom come, your will be done. The usage of the word kingdom in this place, in this place in the Lord's prayer, implies that God reigns over everything. That God was before everything that is and God will be after everything is gone. Every part of creation is God's. And I, I love the image of the earth being God's footstool. Kingdom. Power. The Bible puts it this way. Before there was anything, there was God. The Lord God created the heavens and the earth with a word. That's all it took. His power was so great, all he had to do was speak. And it came into being. All the power, all the energy, all the matter that exists comes from God. When we pray, yours is the kingdom. We not only acknowledge that God is all-powerful, but that we are powerless. Now, here's the deal. And this is the best part. When we pray yours is the kingdom, we join ourselves with the creator of the universe and his power is our power. Do you want that power? Yes. 
the glory. To ascribe glory is to give honor, splendor, majesty, and magnificence to God. There, it is an indication that there is no other of higher value. To say, you are the glory, is to say, everything else falls below you, O oh God. Everything else. For the kingdom and the power and the glory are yours forever. Yours. Now comes the hard part. Comes the The same way, in the same way that the Greek word translated for or because relates back to the rest of the prayer, so does yours. While we translate the Greek by putting at the end, in the Greek, it's at the beginning. It's not for the kingdom and the power and the glory are yours forever. It is yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Yours is rightly at the beginning of the sentence. Everything depends upon our willingness to surrender our wills to God. Everything that exists belongs to God. Everything that we are is because of God. And here's the deal. When we change from saying mine, and it's a long journey, to yours, a change occurs. We change. And when we root them into our heart and into our values, when we realize that there is nothing really ours to keep, our attitudes and our relationships change. Now, I don't know about you, but I struggle with those things. I struggle with those things. When we fully surrender all things to God and use it as God's desire, we find, find freedom and liberty. Okay. So, how, how do we make this real in our lives? We've been talking about prayer for almost six weeks. How do we do it? Okay. Here's some suggestions. First, Pray the Lord's Prayer daily. Pray the Lord's Prayer daily. The early church would pray the Lord's Prayer three times. It's a prayer of God's holy presence, God's will, His future provision, His protection, and a recognition that all belongs to God. When I was in, I think I was 12, my grandmother who helped raise me and lived with, with us since I was two and she and I shared a room. I probably have told you this story before, but that's okay. I didn't know how to pray. But I wanted to pray for her. And so every night I would pray the Lord's Prayer 50 times. I would count it off on my fingers. There are times when we don't know what to pray. But we have a prayer that the Lord Jesus has given us. Second, 
Set a time to be still with God each day. I, I think that prayers from the Bible are often most helpful for me in terms of, of being still. The Lord's Prayer, uh, G, the Jesus Prayer in John 17, what Isaiah says in Isaiah 40 as he prays for the nation, uh, Paul's prayer of thanksgiving in Philippians 4, his uh, prayer of God's glory in Romans 8, and then my favorite Psalms, and all of them are good, are Psalms 23, 46, and 121. These are just a few places where we can be still and just repeat God's word. There are also some great short prayers, and we referred to these earlier in the sermon series. But one is, Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. The other is, come, Lord Jesus, come. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. And just repeat it over and over again. And let yourself be still. Let all of the pressure and the stress just flow out. Third, count your blessings at the beginning of the day. Not at the end, at the beginning. And, and keep a record that you can review each week. Now, here's what happens when we, when we count our blessings at the beginning of the day. If we count our blessings at the beginning of the day, then when things come up during the day for which we want to offer up to God, we do so with confidence because of what we have remembered God has done. Fourth, make a list of questions, issues, and concerns for God. Any of you have any questions? Any of you willing to raise your hands to admit that you have questions? Do you see situations that maybe you have concerns about? Issues? Write them down. You know, we often think of prayer list as having names on it and situations on it. But add the questions and concerns. And then, as you read the scriptures, as you speak with friends, as you attend worship, as you, uh, uh, as you go through devotionals, God will answer those questions. And you can go back to them and go, oh, yeah, this... This was dealt with. Some of my favorite uh, devotionals, uh, the United Methodist Upper Room, um, His Utmost for His Highest by Oswald Chambers, uh, Jesus Calling by Sarah Young, and Charles Stanley's Daily Bread. It's an online devotional. These are all good, and you may have others that, that, that you like. And here's what happens. When I don't do that, I find myself crisis managing the rest of the day. And finally, listen. Find some time at the beginning of the day and the end of the day just to listen, to sit quietly. So much of the time, our prayers are full of words. Listen for God's guidance. And, and I, I want to tell you that there are times in my own listening, in fact, most of the days, I don't hear anything. I, I listen, and God is silent. And then there are those days when a person comes to mind, a situation comes to mind, 
And, and I have learned by experience, when those come to mind, God is leading me. Because I will make a call and find out that there is, there is, a, there is a need that is, that is in that name or situation. And that God has led me as a, pow, as a pastor through, those, through that silence to reach out. Listen. Open yourself to what God desires. Well, we're finishing the Lord's Prayer, but we're not finishing our prayer lives. This is only the beginning. And the Lord's Prayer is as much of an affirmation as it is a prayer. An affirmation like this. Lord, I am your child. You are like the air I breathe. Hallowed be your name. Let your kingdom come so that all may live in peace and justice. May your will be done in my thoughts, words, and deeds. God, feed my body and my soul as you prepare me for the future. May I live in grace as a forgiven sinner, forgiving others as a way of life. Lord, stand against the darkness of this world. Stand between me and that darkness that I might better be able to follow in your path. It all belongs to you, O oh God. Set me on fire by the power of your glory and the presence of your kingdom. Kingdom. For when I burn with the power of the Holy Spirit, there is nothing I cannot face in this world. When we pray, the church ignites. When we pray, our lives come together. When we pray, there is a burning in our soul. When we pray, God's power is let loose in this world. Holy Father, God of all creation, may we burn with your spirit. Come, Lord Jesus, come. Come, Lord Jesus, come. Set our hearts on fire that we may burn with the passion of your calling. Hear our call, O oh God, that we may burn for all to see, that they may know, they may know in our fire that you are King of kings and Lord of lords. For our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.